Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my amazing friends, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Brian Michael Bendis, Mark Bagley, Trevor Harrison, Mark Brooks, Stuart Imanen, David Lafuente, Takeshi Miyazawa, Rafa Sandoval, Sarah Pacelli, Chris Somney, Joel Jones, Jamie McKelvey, Scotty Young, Gabriel Hardman, Brian Hitch, Lee Garbett, Steve Kurth, Eric Nguyen, Carlo Bagulian, Salvador LaRocca, Clayton Crane, Luke Ross, Billy Tan, Mitch Breitweiser, Dave Marquez, Pepe LaRoz, and David Messina's Ultimate Spider-Man. We have survived somehow the destruction of the Ultimate Universe, and we now find ourselves in a brave new world. I am your host, Eric Kazana, and I'm joined by the only two men who I would bring on with me following the collapse of all universes into one singular universe. First off, he's a famous metahuman who's decided to start bunking with us. It's Jacob Brown. Hey, your best friend just told me you're Spider-Man. It's okay. It's what? cool. Yeah, uh, shit. It's cool. um, and it's, fuck. Uh, and it's also... I do have golden balls, too. <laughs> <laughs> boy boy don't you and uh <laughs> are you sure they might be brass after that so jesus christ uh and also he's the man who uh gave me gave me permission to use his name and then also rescinded it and then gave it back to me just now it's malcolm russell nelson ah, it's a weird time for me that's all you know i it, it's i mean look his costume's way cooler than mine he said it not me uh gentlemen we are here we are in the uh we're heading into the home stretch we're heading into the final act of brian michael bendis's spider-man saga and we are now finding ourselves in the 616 miles morales has jumped over and is headlining his own series just simply titled spider-man and this was an interesting time because post secret wars we had two spidey books was it three no, Spectacular was before, right? Uh, Spectacular is... Zdarsky's Spectacular. After, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So there's, 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 there's three books. Spider-Man. So there's three yeah. books going on. We had Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, uh, headed by Chip Zdarsky. We had The Amazing Spider-Man, which is headed by Dan Slott. And then we had just simply Spider-Man by Bendis. And um, this is kind of a trip, having Miles in the 616. Uh, I... I remember this happening around this time. I distinctly remember reading this first arc and I don't remember any of this. And it's weird, like having gone through his saga in the ultimate universe to now have him in the 616. It feels wrong. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It It does does feel very wrong. Yeah. It's like you went to the wrong class, but went to that class for like an entire semester. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact, I did that. I did that once oh. in college. Oh, oh that's fun. It was great. I'm so sorry. Oh, God. Shout oh, out no. to uh, Mickey Nugent's uh, voice and movement for actors class. Whoopsie. <laughs> and I was not enrolled in, though somehow went to for an entire semester. Classic. Um, classic. <laughs> stop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we are. Uh, th- don't don't mind the DJ Phil voice. That is something from <laughs> off off mic. We'll put it uh, in. 
We'll, we'll, we'll get it in there. We'll I'm a new character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. W- once you make the jump from Ultimate Universe to the 616, you have to deal with DJ Phil. You get a little bit of the Philster. <laughs> a little bit of the Philmeister. Uh, but yeah, we're we're looking at uh, Miles Morales now in the 616, reuniting Bendis and Pacelli, who we hadn't had doing art for for Miles for a good long while now, at least not consistently mm-hmm. doing art for Miles. Mm-hmm. She pops mm-hmm. back in every so often to do like a, a full page spread or like an issue. But we got her for at least five issues here, and it's mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Yeah. Seeing her do the uh do the 616 stuff. Um we she did do that Abrams Spider-Man book, which was that book happened. Book. That book the book has a really great first issue. It has a really great cover, is what it does. The <laughs> <laughs> um, book has a really, a really great like first twelve pages. I love. I gotta say, I love the title. That's it. That's, that's all I got. Spider Man. JJ Abrams yeah, Spider Man. I just love Spider Man. It's great. It's <laughs> well, you're in luck because that's also the name of this book. Uh, how did you guys feel about this going from the ultimate Spider-Man into just Spider-Man? Uh, I felt really lukewarm about this. This was really not, I was expecting to come in hot with this and boy, it wasn't even lukewarm. It was like not even warm, just lukewarm. Just, I, Interesting. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't kind of like this. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if that's because last week, we we discussed it a little bit, but Jacob, you're you're not really familiar with how this happened, right? No, no, I don't. <laughs> I wonder if maybe that's why. <laughs> that's honestly what it is. It's it really is just the fact of just like okay, and I'll, I'm going to spoil something. All of a sudden, his mom is back, and that, I was just like, "That's the thing." I forgot the thing. And See, I that just, was what I was talking about last week. Uh, I was like, "Oh, Jacob, this is going to be something that's going to uh, blow you." I, I hated that. <laughs> hated no explanation. Uh, also, Genki just became a bit of a uh, an asshole for me. Uh, Genki is hardcore in his Ned Leeds phase. Yes, yep. he is. Yes, like, he is. Which we are going to get into. Um, let's get into this. We have five issues to talk about, which is light comparatively to the things that we've been covering. Uh, especially, stop. Especially <laughs> last week when we covered 12 full issues back to back to back. Yeah, Man. this will be pretty light. Yeah. This, this is light. So let's Especially because there's not a lot of substance to this. Anyway. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. boy. Anyway, uh, that, chapter one. <laughs> chapter one. Uh, Miles has a brand new number one for the third time. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. Oh uh-huh. It's so true. Uh-huh. What the fuck? <laughs> and this book, I knew that this was a Miles Morales book specifically because of the framing of this. So it goes, New York today we see the avengers having been thoroughly ousted and routed by blackheart but wait a second who are these avengers who these are the all new avengers in Uh. fact the all new all different avengers including names like hawkeye she hulk scarlet witch Vision and our big three, Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor, though not the ones you're thinking of, because this is taking place specifically during the Days of Thunder, where Jane Foster is Thor and Sam Wilson is Captain America. 
Yeah. I like to call this the Disney Plus Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Good. I wouldn't Good. be wrong, would I? No, you wouldn't. Not at all. That's no, you exactly. I'm still, I still remember this period, right? Because they were playing very fast and loose when they were doing the previews on who Iron Man was. Yep. They would not call him Tony Stark. They specifically kept avoiding calling him Tony Stark. And I and remember. Like, who is Iron Man? Who is it? I remember being in yeah. the comic book shop with Malcolm and us theorizing uh-huh. who Iron Man was. And I came up with the idea that it was Bruce Banner. Uh-huh. And that the first issue was going to show just Iron Man doing his thing. And then, you know, something fucking shit hits the fan. Everything's going haywire. And then suddenly the fucking Hulk busts out of the Iron Man armor. And yep. I thought that would have been such a cool reveal. That I distinctly cool. remember that. And I think about that every time someone mentions that Bruce Banner was in the Iron, like the big Iron Man suit. Yeah, the Hulkbuster. Yeah, Avengers yeah. Movie. I think about that every time. It would have been <laughs> like, so cool. Uh, Eric had that idea like two years earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I might have, you know, passed that off to uh, my pal. Kev. Um, I would have put it, that out into the universe. K-E-V-I-N? Miss, Mr. Kevin Feige may have picked up on it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, we've never sat down and had dinner together. Uh, so we see. I really don't like that, how you say that. So we see time. that Miles is here <laughs> among these other Avengers because he was an Avenger at this point. Yep. He, alongside yeah. uh, Kamala Khan and yep. Sam Alexander, uh, yep. Miss Marvel and Nova, respectively, were the young contingent in the Avengers. And I think this should be a thing again. And I think this should be a thing in Justice League books. We need to have at least one to two teeny boppers running around to give, mm-hmm. you know, some some ute, some ute energy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fresh perspective. Fresh. That's what I. That's what I always liked about the JSA in yeah. the modern era. Is that the JSA is very big on that of having like, okay, you have like you know five senior members and, and everybody Star else is girl. Like, yeah, everybody yeah. else is young kids, you know, and you're raising the next generation. That's sick, dude. It's Teams so should dope. do that way more. It's so cool. Agreed. Uh, so, yeah, we've got Blackheart, son of Mephisto, yeah. who is uh, looking gnarly. I love this design. His Me mouth too. Looks like a butthole. It... Yes. 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 It... Yes. <laughs> but again. He kind of looks like those. Um, he looks like the the, 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 the dark elves that Malekith. Uh, that yeah, you are not, wrong. Like that. You're not you know, wrong. You're not wrong. But, yeah. I kind of half thought he was like a mutated dark elf. For, like, he was like a, yeah. like curse. It's, I was going to say it's like curse. It's like, yeah. like curse. Yeah, if yeah, curse yeah, is yeah. wearing a dark elf mask. Yeah. 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 I thought it was curse for a split second. Yeah. Yeah. So then we cut to earlier. Not the earlier God. of the ultimate Miles Morales, nor the earlier of Secret Wars, nor the earlier of Time Runs Out, six months to go, nor the earlier of, specifically, not the earlier of the birth of the new uh, 616. It's actually the earlier of eight months after Secret Wars, which is also the earlier of right now. And we cut into Brooklyn Visions Academy. Where else? In Brooklyn. And it looks like alongside... Um, being in a new universe, Miles has also gotten a growth spurt and an age up. Yep. He's very specifically at least 15 or 16 here. He's he's 16 yeah. now. Yeah. 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 He is 16 years old now. And he yeah. is uh, simping for Julie, who has had enough of Miles Morales. And Julie is not having anything because he's, you know, he's 
gotta be Spider-Man. So he's blown off her date at least more than once. And uh, this is when we get, if I may, please. this is when we get the uh, ultimate Spider-Man cartoon effect here where throughout this volume, you get little, uh, little panels uh, of like cartoon miles doing stuff. Don't we? Yes. Which boy, if there's anything that brings this to a screeching halt, it's not. <laughs> Doesn't it just? This is also it, where we see Ganky Lee. Though uh-huh. not any kind of ultimate Ganky Lee that I would recognize. He is nope. now metamorphosized purely into the MCU Ned Leeds. And this yeah. is this is a year and a half before we see Ned. And this is well, and he is all the poorer a character for it. And doesn't that say something? It sure does. It sure does. Because this comes out at the beginning of 2016. This is like January 2016. Oh, man. Things are just right to get worse and worse as the year goes on. It's kind of wild. It's pretty. Uh, I do like, even though it is kind of like a a weird cut in, I do like seeing Spidey fighting against Shocker. Yes. I, I lo- it's always good to see. Yeah, that. I think that's cool. I just hate like this. And I mean, all credit to Sarah Pichelli, who who drew this. You know, it's just a weird like change. Like, yeah, it's it a really weird. random insert every now and then that happens. It happens like once yeah. an issue in this volume. Yeah, and it feels super out of place. But like, it's cool that it looks like a totally different style. That's really yeah. cool. And like, I like that style. I think it looks really fun and cartoony. It's fun. Like, yeah. But it just doesn't fit in with the vibe of this book. It feels yeah. like it's definitely like a cutaway in a cartoon. Yes. Yeah, it's it's very family. And it doesn't translate yeah. as well in the comic no book page. No so uh, Genki and Miles are just kind of talking about their uh, their current status quo. And Real then... quick with the artwork and just specifically this page right here with the two of them just talking. Yeah. Uh, it's right when I was recognizing like I really love the watercolor effect of like the shadows on in Genki the and Miles as oh, well as yeah, the shadows yeah, yeah, yeah. on the background as well. Yeah. I really love that classic comic booky looking dots. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. It's very cool. Miles gets a call. Who's calling him? Rio Morales. His mom is alive again. Like, okay. What the fuck? Do we need to, should we explain this? Is, yes. I kind of want it. Because because I feel like it's going to hinder Jacob's enjoyment if he doesn't have an explanation. Yes, go ahead, go ahead. Real quick, could I I really quick ask if like, was this explained in Secret Wars? Because I don't remember this in Secret Wars. It was hinted at in Secret Wars, and I remember it now. It is, no, it's explained. Like they they full on just explain it at the end. Really, okay. Yeah. I I don't remember this in Secret Uh, Wars. The reason that Rio Morales is around is because of a cheeseburger. Yeah. Miles was owed a favor. Miles was owed a favor. That favor was pulled through and now he has his mom. Again. And now he not only does, is he a still around, you know, and B his close network of friends are still around, but C his mom came back. That is how the universe was put back together. Yeah. It was because he was owed a favor by a giant cosmic deity. And because this is not the old 616, this is a new patchwork repuzzled, repieced together 616. Yeah. Certain things slipped through the cracks, including Miles his, and his supporting cast. Yeah. Um, uh, see, I think that's I think that's on purpose. 
Yeah. I don't think that's a slip through the cracks. I think that's I no, no, no. That's like old man just figure Four speech yeah. slip through the cracks. I got you. I got you. Because everything else is pretty much set to exactly how it was pre uh pre Secret Wars. Yeah. So the equivalent of Miles Morales's mother equals to a cheeseburger. Is that what you said? Yes. Yep. Surprisingly enough. All comes down to a cheeseburger. And maybe we'll get to that one day. A pocket cheeseburger. So cheeseburger? We're gonna get to a cheeseburger. We see that uh we see yeah. that Miles is struggling with his grades and his dad knows he's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rio. His dad who lost the beard, by the way, which is yeah. immediate downgrade. Sucks, dude. <laughs> but he went from being a 10 hottie to being like a three. Whoa, <laughs> he's still a solid seven. He's, no, he's he's a three now. He looks like a dweeb. I was gonna say you he say went so. he went from zaddy to just regular daddy. Yeah, just, that's like, that's, exactly, <laughs> that's kind of where he went. You know from. He I, I like that so scale. I like that, that scale. That's that's kind of where he went. <laughs> yeah, he went hotness. From, new hotness he went from was zaddy gone. Just just normal. He dad. went from zaddy yeah. to father. <laughs> <laughs> so but father, I don't want to go out right now. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I He's need to be Spider Man. It's a bummer. <laughs> so we see that Miles is struggling with his grades. Uh, his mom is concerned, uh, but his grades are slipping because he's Spider-Man. We did get another intercut with him facing off against the armadillo, which is fun. Really fun. Uh, yeah. Miles goes on patrol later, uh, comes upon some explosions and finds who else? Captain America. Ha- Sam Wilson fighting against Blackheart. Uh, who is able to quickly dispatch the captain and unfortunately leaves Miles all alone against the threat of Blackheart. Um, However, Miles gives him the business. Once again, the Venom Blast is the difference maker. And I love that. He also gets a great moment where he has, uh, he's able to use the shield, which is Uh so cool. Which is cool. Um, but yeah again uh, again this is uh january 2016 so it's five months before civil war anyway I'd like he's, to point that out. he's kicking all kinds of ass by the way it's like my favorite thing every time their fight comes up is miles just is actually just really good at a really good fighter it's yeah he's like, awesome that's the one benefit of this <laughs> he, like book. he's just awesome <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's able to dispatch Blackheart for a moment. Blackheart escapes, and then Miles turns and sees Peter Parker, Spider-Man, shouting at him, what did you do? Which also feels wrong. Yes, so it wrong. really does. Especially this spider armor. I have okay, never actually, liked, I've never liked I the Mark like IV this. armor. Whoa! I like I've it. never liked it. I, I like, like it a the lot. the idea of it. But if he's going to wear a spider armor, it should be his Mark I silver spider armor. Stop that suit. I is... love that oh, silver spider, yeah, spider armor. Guys, I, I, hate it. I love it so much. I got to say, uh, I this is my favorite Spider-Man costume. No, it's oh, not. Yeah, it's really So I love the glowing spider in the eyes. It's my favorite. It's fucking everything. It's what I played cool. all the time when I got the suit in like Spider-Man in PS4. Yeah, it does look cool in the game. 
It was I played in that game. suit a lot in the I, game. It looks really cool. I kept changing into it every time I'd start a new game. I would always <laughs> change back into it because I fucking That's love sick. how good and glows. And like, especially when you go at night and you're like yeah, whipping around is, and swinging around. Cool. You, cool, the though. fact that it's illuminated is really, I just love going the dark things as well, guys. Yeah. So that's kind that of makes sense. That's fair. That's kind fair. Of like my Though, Eric, I really agree. I love the spider armor because you also no. said, spider armor. Because that no. is of love from like back at the PS1 Spider Man game. Yeah, when you would get that armor, I die. And you were just like, yeah, I got this and I got extra protection, buddy. So yeah, come at me, bud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Extra health, extra Loved armor. It. So chapter two starts right up where we left off. Peter is basically interrogating Miles. And Miles is like, yo, I helped here. And then Peter starts talking about how, like, hey, is it too late to, like, rescind my blessing? And I'm like, what is happening? Here's what Peter is in this scene. He's a white cop in New York. Yes. Who stumbles upon upon the black kid and was like, what did you do? Why did you hurt these people? What did you do? (laughs) And it's a weird choice. He's also being kind of Tony Stark here. He's kind of like the new Tony Stark, especially yeah, with the, the Parker was, Industries. And that was him in this era, which is cool. Yeah. I like yeah. Parker Industries I like era. This. I think it wasn't for everybody, but I like Slash the idea bro. of it. Slash I like the bro. idea of it for sure. I, I love Super the cool. I love the difference uh, for the fact that like Peter Parker has like oh it's nice to see Peter like actually having the dream that he always wanted to like yeah. on the same level of, of like but Tony it was Stark. something that he didn't earn and that's the exactly. best part of that's it that's the best part exactly of it. that was that's the best what I loved part about it is yeah, that he was yeah. just cashing in on Otto's genius and that's mm-hmm. so good mm-hmm. owes a lot to that superior Spider Man doesn't he mm-hmm. yeah. Dan Slot's run on Spider Man is the greatest run of Spider Man ever Whoa. it's so good hot t- that's there's that's a hot, hot take of the week is that hot the hot take that's not a hot take. His entire time, his entire run on Spider Man is the best of, of all time. All yeah. time, yeah, for sure. That Easy. is a hot, hot take. take of the week. That's, that's hot take no, of the week. That's not a hot take. That's, that's the a right. hot take. That is a hot take. Hundred percent. All right. Hot Watch take, out! 100%. I'm spitting hot fire today. He's spitting fire. Yeah, you are. Let You're him cook. Fuego. Let him cook. Fire! 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 Oh God! Oh, I'm burning. Oh! Oh! Fire damage. Oh! Four D six fire damage. Uh, we do get a quick little cut to months ago. Not the months ago of earlier, or the months ago of prior Secret Wars, the months ago of the birth of the new six one six, but months no ago of right. Knows what it's now. like to, <laughs> to be, be the, the Batman. Batman. <laughs> yeah. He, fun fact, in the lyrics he says Batman, but he always pronounces it like he's saying Batman. That's going to be the song for the next hilarious. Batman movie. That's, that's I gonna still be- think it's going to be Welcome to the Black Parade. It's the Clear evolution. Welcome to the Bat Parade. When I was a young boy, my parents were shot in front of me in an alley by Joe Chill. I know joke. I know joke that you were gonna go into like you're beautiful. That was that was beautiful. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you. Um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we, we do get a quick little uh, months ago chibi moment where we do get a really nice moment that calls back to Spider-Man, which obviously cannot have happened now. Yep. Um, but we do get the the uh, the dialogue parallel, which I really like, where he's like, he's like, do you have your, you know, your he's like my blessing entirely. Absolutely. And again, it's like, I just, I love stuff. I love attention to detail like that. 
Love it. I mean, it is Bendis that wrote both events, but still. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Blackheart resurfaces. Um, he KOs Pete with one hit. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Knocks this man upside the head. That that's here's that the thing. That armor, armor has no protection. Armor. <laughs> yeah, has no protection. No if protection. he was wearing the silver armor, uh-huh. he would still at least have three HP. No, here's yeah. no he here's the problem. That helmet is so thick. He when he thuds against the ground, he hits his head on it and then well, knocks him out. It's cutting <laughs> off circulation to his brain. Oh, man. He's already so, got a concussion. And I will say, he knocked himself out. I will say we we are lukewarm so far to some of the artistic choices, but Pacelli mm-hmm. knows how to do a damn good action sequence. When oh, we yeah. have Miles dodging with the shield in hand as uh, Blackheart comes Sick. down with both his claws, Sick. dope as hell. Dope as hell. I love that he's just hanging on to that shield for dealing yep. with this. He hits him with a sweet uh, shield combo and then gives him like a multi-zap with a Venom Blast. Oh, so drops cool. Blackheart. And then that's when the Avengers finally wake up. And then we get the most ultimate thing that we've seen so far in the comics, which is the cops just suddenly pulling their guns on Spider-Man. Yep. And- Yep, and Peter's like, "Wait a second, no, don't worry, guys, I already got this." <laughs> He's like, "I'm already persecuting him. Don't worry, guys." He's like, "Don't worry, boys in blue here." <laughs> okay, this this moment pissed me off more than any of the cops pulling moment out of everything because I was just like, "This this really made me upset." Like, I I was getting more upset as this was going on. I feel like we backtracked like really hard. So uh, yes, in, in the evolution of yes. where we're going with this. Yes. And I, and I hate that white, white Spider-Man had to pull like calm the cops down to the blacks. I don't get this. And, and that is the problem with miles being in the six one six. Talk, talk to us. Talk to that's us. The pro- that's the problem. Get, get to the he's not special. It was nice when he was in the ultimate universe because he was the only Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but now he is. A Spider-Man, or should I say, B Spider-Man? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, oh. the B for black is that? What yeah, it's <laughs> honestly yes. <laughs> but uh, and, it, it's and kind of just a bummer, man. Like it totally yeah. backtracks on that character. Yeah, and has we, to earn everything all over again. And it's we like, get the mention of this in the uh, in the very next scene when Miles goes back home. Yeah, he goes back to his dorm with Genki, and we see that there is a girl who it's Danica something. Danica uh, is running this uh, this YouTube channel uh, where she mentions that a video was taken of Miles's fight with Blackheart, and it showed that his mask was ripped, and it showed that he is a boy of color. Mm-hmm. And so we get this moment where she's just like, "Oh my god." Like, this is amazing. Like, Black Spider-Man. And immediately, Miles is like, I don't want that. Yeah. Like, I don't. He's like, I don't want to be the Black Spider-Man. I just want to be Spider-Man. And right yep. away. Yep. It cuts into why this character has had a tough time of it. Yep. When it comes to the, uh, the 616. I am all for Miles being there genuinely. I think him getting a more main uh, main universe focus is great, but it does take a little bit of the shine off of him for not being the only Spider-Man. I think it's totally ruined that character. Because really? even like even if you look at like the movie interpretation of Miles, he has to be defined by other Spider-People now too. 
And that's just a product of him. That's true. I think. I think by I mean, the I think by the end of that movie, he is the one Spider Man. Yeah, but what's the next movie about? Him being with other Spider Men. <laughs> what's the movie wrong. after that about? Him being with other Spider Men. Why can't he have his own Spider Man movie? You're not wrong. Like, <laughs> like it, it becomes the curse of being the Black Spider Man. That's but all. At he, least in the in he's his not Spider Man. He is the, the only Spider Man. Yeah. In his world. It, in his world, Spider-Man. yes, but we're never going to spend time there. You're right. You're right. Like at all. It's... So we see the uh, sucks. The story has gained yeah. traction, and uh, the news is reporting on it now. And we see that someone has taken an interest in this news report, and it's one Felicia Hardy. We're going to get to it, but fashion icon of the week, Felicia Hardy. You are goddamn right. I know exactly what you're talking about. Because this um, costume fucking rules. This costume fucking sucks. <laughs> This eh. is also eh, Felicia Hardy in her no. Kingpin mm. era. Yeah. And it's awesome. One of the best evolutions of that character. Hell um, yeah. Should have lasted yeah. longer. Should have lasted longer. Yeah. Miles yes. returns home uh, to visit his parents and finds that they have a visitor. It's Abuela. Mm-hmm. Miles's grandma is here. And uh, Rio has called her to scare him straight. Jacob as a Hispanic American here, how scary is it if your uh, if your grandparents show up unannounced? Scale of one to ten. Um, it is, it is on it. It's on a level of the fact that you are not going to escape the home without at least a chancla sized print <laughs> on, on some part of your body. That is the level of fear that you are aware of the minute that you see somebody and you know that you've been in hot water. And then the fact that it's the thing is this kind of, this kind of uh, like this kind of version of like the Mexican, you know, parenting here uh, is kind of the opposite that I was dealt with. My mom was like the abuela in this. And when my grandma came in, when, when grandma came in, she was, she knew she was that level of like, look, I'm very disappointed. And that's the part where you go, Oh, my heart. What did I do to deserve this? Oh yeah. Disappoint you, grandma. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That, that it was the opposite for me on this, but I have been, I have, but, but, but this hits home with my, my mom because she would do this. She would like instill the fear of wrath of God into you to the point where it's oh, no. just like, oh no, oh no, she's getting in a belt. No, no, that's mm-hmm. not it. I didn't run, do it. I didn't run. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's no escape. There's no escape. You can never outrun that chancla. It's going to go around corners. I think it's like a heat seeking missile, bro. It is a heat seeking missile. <laughs> that shit will find your ass anywhere. You will be, you will be all the way down the road, and all of a sudden turn a corner, and it's like right there in front of your face. Bam! Right Bam. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By itself, I've no one holding it. Happen. It is following. Huh? The Spanglish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Specifically, the really shitty Thor: Love and Thunder version, where it just yes. like follows. <laughs> it just hovers. <laughs> Um, also, the Spanglish is very on point here. To yeah, the point where I was just like, "Oh God, this is, yeah. this she, is tough." She this gives is... him the uh, "Face it, Tigre, you're about to get a big old kick in the culo." That's so funny. That's so funny. So, so good. Face it, Tigre. Face it, Tigre. Uh, right. uh, so right so in Chappie, the culo. <laughs> no es and all that stuff. And it's like, oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh 
god. Gavron. Uh, that's that was the big word. It was Gavron. Smack. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, so uh, chapter three kicks off right there. Uh, Miles Abuela is not not messing around, and we can tell that she does not like Jefferson. Nope. And she says some choice things about Jefferson that are just really just unnecessary. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, just really bad. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I it's it's not it's not great. Basically, like he gets his phone taken away. Um, his abuela is like basically trying to give him like more than tough, tough love. Listen, she, the the writing on her is perfect. The whole like, can I see your phone? He's like, why didn't you see my phone? He's like, because it's, now it's my phone. Little boys shouldn't even have telephones. Like, <laughs> and, she, and she's all like talking so, to Rio. Like, if you find like you should look through his phone if there are numbers that you don't recognize. The drug dealers, exactly. The drug dealers. All of the kids are on crack. <laughs> <laughs> the line that hit me yeah. though was she goes because she mentions that Jefferson's Jefferson's puffing his chest out. This is his house, and this mm-hmm. woman has come in. And she goes, and I see those looks, tough guy. This is your half of him we we're dealing with. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Real bad. Not The optics on that? Not great. Not great. Mm-hmm. Not, Not great, great optics on nope. there. Don't like that. Uh, just then, uh, we get a knock at the door. And who's at the door? The girl who's a f***ing bombshell. It's Bombshell. What's her name? Bombshell. What's Uh, her her name? Her name is Lana Baumgartner. Lana Baumgartner is here. Uh, Yeah, Lana Baumgartner. Yeah, and I'm and I'm listeners. Take note, Lana Baumgartner. Yeah, I'm okay with that. What the hell just happened? I'm like in the Ultimate Universe where her name is Lori. Uh, In the six one six, her name is Lana. And Lana Baumgartner. I knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. <laughs> I have a drinking problem. Bombshell explosions. Bombshell explosions everywhere. You got Phil dunked. <laughs> DJ oh. Phil with another slam dunk. Strikes again. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Oh yeah! Lana Baumgartner bombshell is also now in the six one six, and uh, she doesn't say she's a classmate. Does not say she's a you know, you know, school friend. She's just a friend, which mm-hmm. is a little suspicious. I mm-hmm. get it, but Sus. her the abuela is immediately just like, "What are you selling? Uppers, downers, the pot." LSD. <laughs> I love. I love that the kids don't even know. Ellis was like, "What?" I've never what? heard. And I was like, "Yeah, baby." At least in the best part later, where she's walking away, she's like, "LSD." Now I have to Google that. Like, yeah. <laughs> what else? LSD. And we know that? that this is, this is in fact bombshell because we see the uh, dialogue after Abella slams the door. She's like. <laughs> What the fuck was that? <laughs> She's back to swearing, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, so we, uh, we cut to outside. Jefferson is done with this. He leaves. And we see that an interested party is also watching the scene. Kamala Khan. Ms. Okay. Marvel herself. Here's... here's- if I could gripe for a second, please gripe. Ooh, ooh, yes. You have, the, you have the space to gripe. I am willing to have Miles Morales be in the six one six. I could get over that. 
Because there is one thing that's a really great idea is that you put Miles Morales and Kamala Khan in a room together and just let the magic happen. Yes. So why the fuck are they not together? And why the fuck are they not leading the Young Avengers? Yeah. You know what I couldn't tell you? Uh, they did actually do some of that, though, in the book called Champions. That book should have been called Young Avengers. It's, I disagree. I like Champions. Interesting. I totally think it should have just been called Young Avengers. I, yeah. I like it because it establishes itself as its own group. I understand it's a, absolutely just the same exact group. It's but yeah, <laughs> but, the lineage, but the lineage of it, and that's why I th- that's why I think when they eventually form the actual champions in the Disney Plus show, they're going to call it Young Avengers. Easily, yeah, um, like yeah. That's what they're going to call it it's for for branding purposes. Exactly. But I like the champions because it was specifically they didn't want to be called the Young Avengers, right? Because the whole formation of the group is in response to Civil War Two, which we will get to. Which we will get um, to next week. But yeah, we oh, saw we see uh, Kamala Khan. Who is rocking up? She could have been rocking up legit just in street clothes, but is she is specifically wearing her Miss Marvel costume underneath a jacket? I uh, love yeah. that. I think that's I so it. awesome. Yeah. It's so it's comic really cool. booking. I really like it. This mm. page is perfect comic books because then she like looks, sees what? Miles in his window, and fucking looks around and then stretches her neck as she possibly can. And it's so awesome. It's she so just good. long necks up to his apartment. <laughs> And is just like Sarah. That's a that's a really deep cut old joke, way <laughs> before time. Um, wow! If you don't wow. know, listener. If you're too young to know what the way uh, before time is, then you're too young to date any of us. I'm 100%. so pr- I'm so proud of you, though. I'm so proud of you. Uh, that was Go watch a Land before wild time. reference. That Thank was a you. good. Thank you. Wow. You almost made me. You almost made me cry there, little foot. A wow. little bit. Appreciate that. So uh, we see that we see that first she like again stretches her neck out and then Miles like turns away and then turns back and then she's just a little tiny Ms. Marvel on the windowsill. She is awesome. uh, the perennial Indian in the cupboard, and she <laughs> is like '90s references all day with oh DJ Phil. Uh, oh, Phil, you're killing it today. Oh, boy. God. Oh, I thought God. you were gonna be like, "Oh, hey, Jiminy, what are you? My conscience over here." <laughs> <laughs> no, if I if I was gonna do a Disney film, I would have like straight up gone uh, Little Soldiers. And oh said, my like, God! Hell that's yeah! Not, that's not a that's Disney not a Disney movie, movie, but hell yeah, it should have been a Disney movie. It could, no, yeah. it shouldn't because it's it's violent and they swear. Yeah, yeah they that's do. why it was cool. And Disney needs that. Especially Whoa. in the 90s yeah. where it's radical. That's right. Um, it was extreme. 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 Toy Story would make it badass. Also on a somber note, it was uh, uh, Phil Hartman's last uh, movie that he did. You know. You're right. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but you're that's right. True. Yeah, that's that's last thing he did. It was so that's sad. Point. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, weird, isn't it? <laughs> so we Ooh. see Kamala Khan is there basically to be like, hey, what are you doing? I know who you are. You don't know who I am, and I'm not telling you. <laughs> I love that. This Which is, is cute, man. Yeah, they they've got great chemistry. They've they got really, great chemistry. Really I, I I see what you mean in terms of them like wanting to date, but I kind of liked them just like just from this. I was just like, I kind of like them being friends. I want this. I, kinda... I was also hardcore in the camp during that champions run of Kamala and kid scott that's the thing kamala and kid scott they have such good chemistry yeah yeah 
Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's... And it leads to one of the greatest heartbreaking moments of all time. It's so good. Uh... We, we talked we talked about it during Days of Thunder. I will shout that from the rooftops forever. One of the one of the greatest moments in comics. Once oh, <laughs> so a champion, always a champion, baby. Oh, Hell yeah. That's so good. Hell yeah. So fucking good. I love it's awesome. So um, we also get this great moment where uh, Abuela like hears him talking, busts the room open, and he's the only one in there. And we see little Kamala like running with her little Gumby legs, like as a little <laughs> tiny Lego sized person, just running around like, "Honey, I shrunk the kids over here." Just going, yeah. like, boom, ah, boom. nice, ah, nice, nice. More nineties references from DJ filling up all the all the references. Listeners. On a serious note, if you're only familiar with uh, Kamala Khan from the uh, television exploits of Kamala Khan, read hey, no read normal. some of the comics because uh, her powers are way cooler. Read no <laughs> Just yeah. read No Normal. Read that it's entire perfect comic book. It's a perfect comic series. It's so I really good. love it. Uh, so she basically afterwards is like, look, I see you've got a lot going on here. We'll do a rain check on the team up. And she like pops off and she's like and stay off the drugs which i love <laughs> i love it also side note uh grandma's got a fat ass anyway <laughs> you know what the way she's drawing you're not wrong you know like she's she's caked up bro. wow malcolm i would never pick you as a g- elf or so oh, whatever no i absolutely am oh yeah Respect, respect. No, 100%. Uh, We cut to the Bronx and our fashion icon of the motherfucking week, Felicia Hardy in the all black. Uh, You know what? But not the all black. Black. But you know what? (laughs) You know who could have the all black? It would be hella interesting. Felicia Hardy. Awesome. Yes, it would. It would be kind of cool. Here's the thing. Sarah Pichelli should just draw black hat all the time. All the time. That's all the character the she should just draw for the rest of time. Because like she how, like how awesome. Joelle Jones should just draw Catwoman. Catwoman forever. exclusively, yeah. Sarah guys, Kelly should just draw Felicia Hardy. Yeah, guys, I uh, I gotta say, like just from this, like this 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 artist depiction of this character, I was just straight up like, oh my god, I need Sarah Pacelli to draw Silver Saint Cloud in a Batman book now, uh, like yesterday. Yes. I would almost Listeners, be just as yeah. interesting to like see how she would draw Batman, to be honest. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes, Silver Saint Cloud. Oh my God. Shit. I like, miss Silver Saint Cloud. Right there with you. I want to say, like, real quick, uh, Listeners, Silver Saint Cloud is one of the best love interests of yeah. Batman. One yeah. of the one of the greatest like love interests, very engaging, uh, involved with the mafia in, in terms of like Rupert Thorne and everything like that. That's how I knew about like who that character was that wasn't <laughs> yeah. in the Batman animated series. Uh, yeah, check it out. The seventies for Batman, the Blue Cloud, the Blue Cow, and all that stuff. Check oh, yeah. it out. Uh, also, stuff. read Kevin Smith's Batman: The Widening Gyre. Uh, which that's the one where he talks about how he pissed himself. Yes, but that's a Silver Saint Cloud story. Oh, that's oh, I forget. I forget that that's a Silver Saint Cloud. That story. is a Silver Saint Cloud story. Right, it has one hell of a big fucking cliffhanger, and it's never been resolved. Never resolved, mm. and it never will be. 
And I really need it to be because I think that book is excellent. And the cliffhanger is so, so good. <laughs> well, you know what? Whenever we get Kevin Smith on the podcast, we'll ask him what the, uh, what the answer oh, is. I just want to. We should do that because I just finished rereading his Green Arrow run. So good. I just, uh, I just reread his uh, Green Hornet run. Nice. That was great, my favorite. Great stuff. stuff. Good stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. Uh, but Felicia Hardy isn't there to just look good, even though she does. She, she is does. there to visit someone. Someone with an absolute fucking dome! It's Tombstone! <laughs> <laughs> tombstone, ladies and gentlemen. Do you, call, do you call him Tombstone because he's got two stones on his head? <laughs> he's got one giant headstone he's on his tombstone. fucking head. It's but two stones. Two stones. But if we're measuring it, it's like two stones. Yeah, that's how, that's it's how much also, it weighs. It's also yeah. two tones. It two stones. Two yeah, tones. Exactly. You know, those tones. giant books. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Hammerhead. Hammerhead oh, is boy. here. I, I, I fucking love Hammerhead. Yeah, Hammerhead's the, the cool. dumbest character. He's the best mook out there. He's I love would, Hammerhead. I want him to be the main villain of our Enforcers book. Yes. Whatever we get to do an ultimate. Ultimate Enforcers is going to be a book in our rebooted Ultimate Universe. That's just Hell going yeah. to be a book. Could you Hell please? Yeah. That, see, see, speaking of kingpins, by the way, I really wanted Hammerhead to be the kingpin. I think that would have shot at it. I he? know. That's the I, thing. He blew it. He blew That's it. Right. Yeah. He blew it. He's a mook. Because yeah. he's a fucking mook. At the end of the day, he's a better mook than he is a boss. You know. Exactly. It's true. I, so I true. Heard about that. Yeah. Some people are bosses. Some people are mooks. He's a mook. Mm-hmm. And so. Felicia there is is there to talk to him about the new Spider-Man. We cut back to Brooklyn Visions Academy, where we are introduced to a new transfer student as apropos in Ultimate Spider-Man, where they always have to introduce a new transfer student. Yep. And it's gold balls! Go, 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 gold balls. Gold balls is ready. <laughs> <laughs> I got you for three minutes. Three minutes, three minutes of, of ball time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god. So Gold Balls, if you are unaware, was a character introduced in Bendis's uh, Uncanny X-Men run, where it was Cyclops the Revolutionary, one of the best versions of Cyclops. The best costume. <clears throat> ah, disagree. Hard disagree, especially now that we have a Marvel Legends coming for the actual best costume. Mm, touche, touche. And Gold Balls is a character who basically makes gold balls. Though, as we would come to find out in the Krakoa <gasps> era, they're actually eggs, which completely recontextualizes any time he's used his powers before. I haven't reread anything with gold balls since the Krakoa era. So reading this, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of fucked up. It's <laughs> kind of fucked up, to be it's honest. It's kind of fucked up that he's just hanging out with these eggs. That's kind of fucked up. Like, <laughs> I uh, his tell name you. is Fabio Medina. I, I yeah. want to make sure I make that clear. But go ahead, Jacob. I, I had no idea who the fuck this character was. And the fact that his name was Gold Balls, I was like, yeah, you know what? I believe it. So <laughs> keep Keep going. I, I I have no I have no context for this, and I'm fine with that because ja- everything you explained was just right, uh, what I needed. Jacob, he is one of the five most important X characters right now. Right that, now, that right is, now, he is one of the five most important characters. That is amazing, and I'm so happy. Awful. That is awful. But he has also so changed his code name to just Egg. 
He's just as egg well. now because those things, <laughs> those things are literally egg. eggs. He didn't. He didn't want to go with golden egg, like or be the golden oh, goose. Shit, <laughs> oh, he should have been golden. He should have been golden goose. He makes golden eggs. That would yeah. be yeah. Yeah. Well, so for now welcome. he is gold balls. And uh, in chapter four, uh, he makes his uh, first real conversation with Genki and. <laughs> Miles, it drops an egg right in the middle of their lunch. It's it's so hard not to just see eggs now. It's it's just an egg now. It's kind of really (laughs) fucked up. It is fucked up, and and strangely circular. You you never see eggs that look like marbles. Perfect circle. No, perfect marbles. No. Um, uh, this yeah. conversation is fucking awful. It's by the way, I hate this. This is bad. It's just really really bad. Yeah. Like, this is the I don't, point. I don't yeah. think I don't think Bendis intended us to not like Genki, mm-hmm. but it's absolutely what's happening. Absolutely no, this is the most unlikable shit I've ever heard. It's just like, yeah. no, like both of you are both of you are superheroes. Like you, you guys need to talk to each other. Like, absolutely. I'm just going to tell him. I'm going to tell him. And like, it, it, no, it's my secret identity, friend, which is super unchill. Uh, it's, to- it's very young Jean Grey of him. Very <laughs> just outing wow. him in front of people. Wow. Just like Bobby, shut up, you're gay. Everyone, oh, God. It's just like what? what? <laughs> yeah, another Bendis written thing, by the way. <laughs> speaking of speaking of that, yeah, uh, I wanted to say this is this is so bad that this is the equivalent of like outing somebody who's gay or something. That's all like it that is. Too. Yeah, because that's what it's absolutely it is. what it is. It's the most trashiest thing I've ever seen anybody do. And it was, I would have slapped the shit out of Genki. Well, it's him just being like, no, both of you are gay. Like you should know each other. You should probably <laughs> like that's so fucking you guys weird. don't already so... know each other. Weird. That's so weird. <laughs> haven't you guys already ha- haven't you guys already had sex? I mean, you're both gay. It doesn't yeah, have like you guys have that's to- how it happens. You probably met each other at the meetings, right? Like right. yeah, exactly. You met on Grinder, uh, right? Are you on right? Grinder? I'm sure you're on Grinder. <laughs> and then after Miles is like, you're a shitty friend, and storms away, he's just like, I'm worried. He doesn't listen to me or anyone about any of this. And I'm like, fuck you, Ganky. <laughs> Yeah, Fuck it's really you. fucked up. It's really fucked up. It's and then Genki extends the invite to Fabio to uh, to room with them, and which is also fucked up. We uh-huh. we have moved past. We we got one good volume of Judge content, and then mm-hmm. Judge has been gone. Mm-hmm. Yes, Judge is exactly. gone forever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, justice for Judge. Hashtag, get this hashtag going. Hashtag Justice for Judge. Hashtag uh, Justice for Judge, yeah. Might as well change his name to Ryan Holt because uh, just like Judge Ryan Holt, he's gone. He's out of the picture. Ooh, <laughs> yikes. Harsh. Yikes. Savage. Uh, so we see Spidey trying to get, got trying to clear his head, swinging around, uh, and all of a sudden, missiles this is this is a very uh the flash thing where he's just <laughs> running around the city and all of a sudden like there's missiles following yep. him mm-hmm, yep mm-hmm. it does control boomerangs and yeah. so <laughs> he, uh, he's able to dip dive dodge dip dive and dodge uh though at <laughs> one point he takes out the side of parker industries also you, if you can dodge a missile, you can dodge a ball. If you if you can, it's true. It's if you can true. dodge a missile, you can dodge a gold ball. Yes, you can. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Also, uh, I believe it was during Secret Empire. 
I can never look at this Parker Industries logo the same again because of a revelation that was made in that. Um, during Secret Empire, there is a tie-in where uh, we see uh, Otto, who has cloned a body of Peter and become the superior octopus, mm-hmm. fighting against Peter. And it's in the headquarters of Parker Industries where you, you can look up the Parker Industries logo. So I P and an I in two circles and then it says Parker Industries. Um, Otto and Peter are fighting. The building is blowing up and we see the P and the I falling away. And he was like, do you really think I would set up this whole company and not have some of myself baked into it and as the p and the i fall you see the two circles. you see the two circles Auto right Octavius. i forgot about that i totally the forgot the coolest about that. fucking so, reveal that was sick so good <laughs> that's awesome and wow. it's there from the beginning that. when it's he sets up park industry yeah. that logo that's, is there that's yeah. interesting that's pretty yeah. cool all right it's, it's very very cool but yeah that's yeah. what i can't not see that in the i totally logo. forgot about that that was fucking sick Real quick, after that, real quick, listeners, I got to say, as we've been peeling the uh, onion that is uh, Superior Spider-Man, I've been slowly and very turtle snail-like have been kind of like reaching out to to this so-called like run that may or may not be all right in in a respect. It's kind of there. It's getting there. Uh, maybe, maybe after this, if we decide to read Superior Spider-Man, I might actually give it a chance. But Here, we'll see. Here's the thing: we'd have to do the entire slot run. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that would be a lot, <laughs> and That's that would be awesome. It would be awesome. Awesome. We've got some stuff on the docket that it would have to come after but i think it would be very interesting to do especially as a counterpoint to ultimate spider-man oh 100 because i think, I think I, regardless of whether they are like mm, quote unquote the best they are the two defining modern runs they are the two yeah they're the two yeah so would be interesting would be interesting mm. uh, so miles gets hit by the missiles unfortunately strewn out in the street uh bleeding all over the place a van pulls up and someone pops out with a tommy gun and fires into the air for no reason hey i'm the bee's knees i'm here to take you all out so says me dj phil dj phil has transitioned from Disc jockey to uh, to crime boss. Because what do they both have in common? They're both mooks. They're both mooks. Uh, (laughs) And I love he's just like, well, that worked. Let's call the black cat dame and tell her to open a checkbook. And we've got one guy off to the side going, you got it, Mr. Hammerhead. And I just love that. I love it so much. Here's the... Isn't it the guy that like his uh, his sister's kid is like part of the gang and everything? And he's just like, sorry, this is my <laughs> sister's kid. And yes, like, yes. Kid, I'm not gonna yeah. work with him. Like, isn't that that's what he's like? Somebody. Uh, I I didn't choose him. You know, it's family. It's uh, family. Yeah. Here's here's a question. So since we finished this issue, because that's the end of this issue, who is the guy in green on the cover? 
Who's the guy in what green? Do you mean? It is something that I have wondered literally since this issue came out. What guy in green? Seven years ago. Oh, oh, is oh. it? I thought that was Mysterio. Is that not Mysterio? Is no, that? that's not Mysterio. I don't know who that could be. I have I no know. idea who the fuck that is. I Who's do know it? who that is, actually. Oh. Is it Will the Wiz? It's DJ Phil. <laughs> <laughs> we found him, ladies and gentlemen. DJ Phil has entered the Marvel <laughs> Universe. <laughs> Phil, you ghosty fuck. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you ghosty ah, son you of son of a bitch. Gabagool. Gabagool. Electro Mysterio looking motherfucker. You think you can do this? <laughs> I bet he loves deep dish pizza too, which is the worst kind of pizza that has ever existed. It's not even pizza. Fuck. It's not. It's just an inflatable kiddie pool full of sauce and cheese. That's all it is. When I'm, when I'm having a drunken night and I fall asleep in my pizza, I want to know that I'm not going to drown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for listeners who, again, are too young for this reference, look up John Stewart pizza, pizza rant, rant on YouTube yeah. and it's incredible. It's not that old though. It's like from twenty. Okay, it is. That's old. It's old. It's now ten years. Yeah, it's twenty thirteen. So yeah, it was like it's ten. That's old enough for an entire generation to not know what that is. Yeah, it's old. (laughs) Um, Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Trevor Noah hasn't always uh, hosted the Daily Show. Before him was a man named John Stewart. Uh, Also, shout out to Trevor Noah. Was a guy named uh, Who Cares, basically. Also, shout Ouch. out to Trevor Noah, who, as we're recording this, just wrapped up being the host of The Daily Show. I was going to say, is today like his, the end? Uh, it was a couple no, was days ago week. as we're recording yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, like wow. Week, yeah. yeah. Wow. Long time. Six years. Six Good years. for him, you know? Yeah, right? Putting Africa on the map again. Way to Damn go, Trevor. Right. Damn right. <laughs> so and that's the five. thing I'll ever say. <laughs> 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 I don't know. We still got like more of this issue, so don't that was worry. That's a pretty funny Give fucking time. <laughs> so chapter five, we see uh, Fabio officially moving in with Genki. Real quick, great cover on chapter five. Great cover yes. on chapter five. Because again, this is the best black cat costume. God damn, isn't it just? It's the cool. It's it's the it's the strategic fur on the legs that makes it look like go-go boots for me. I know. I, I love that I, shit. I also love the giant cat eyes on like the clavicle. I think it looks so cool. Yeah, that would look right. so Those intimidating in the middle of the night. Like, yeah. <laughs> it would look like a giant black cat's coming after you. You just it's see so the white bad. hair draped over those two eyes. Yeah, yeah it's oh. so sick. It's very ma- it's it it's it's like it's it's like doing Mysterio right because those two eyes on Mysterio never yeah. looked right on me for some reason, but here it was just like, oh yeah, this makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's good stuff. It good is stuff. good, good stuff. So, um, we see that uh, this Danica person has once again footage of Miles. <laughs> Just in the most comical way, Miles just strewn out on the sidewalk and then him just being dragged away by Hammerhead. It's like yep. family guy style on yes, the ground. Yes, 100%. You know? yeah. I, I love that immediately after she's like, okay, let's watch that again, but let's watch it with the Benny Hill theme. <laughs> with cartoon noises like boing. <laughs> Is Danica Screwball? Uh, so we see, I mean, I guess kind of, huh? Kind of. Uh, so 
Genki gets a call from uh, Rio and is not able to uh, let her know where he is. And we see uh, Rio and Abuela are having a talk at a Starbucks, it looks like. Sure. Uh, slash Panera Bread. I don't know. Sure, yeah. Um, but they're talking about Miles, uh, and she says, I am going to do us both a favor, and I'm going to hire a private investigator to look into your son's activities. And that private investigator, aliasinvestigations.com, a.k.a. Jessica Jones. The biggest mook of the mooks. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, Miles wakes up <clears throat> unmasked and uh, tied to a chair, which classics ultimate spider-man right boy uh, this is really just ultimate spider-man isn't it yeah and it's it's you know there's a reason why this is the best issue of the five personally mm -hmm. yeah uh, because this is yeah. just ultimate spider-man yeah and so finally five this, issues that's into the this? thing this yeah. is when it starts feeling right yeah uh weird how it always feels right when uh spider-man is up against the mob Hmm. Huh, interesting. Almost interesting. like uh, the Zeb Wells run is actually really good. Weird. Huh, interesting. Almost huh. like it's the best that Spider-Man's been in the last four years. Huh, huh. interesting. Weird, huh. interesting. Huh, weird. I just weird. think it's interesting. I just um, think it's interesting. So we see uh, Miles as... <laughs> Uh, we see uh, Miles gives a little venom, uh, venom, little venom blast to venom, uh, venom little <laughs> venom blast to uh, this mook in the sunglasses, and then Miles is like, "Hold on, I'm trying something." His eyes fucking light up, and he hits him with the solar flare. Sick, <laughs> sick. Fucking love it's it. So good. Breaks out of his bindings, but then we get the reason why I love fucking seeing Hammerhead. In action yes. because Hammerhead he sees puts his head first. this man exactly. <laughs> he sees this boy explode electricity, and Hammerhead's like, "Yeah, no." And he runs his fucking head into his body. <laughs> I just—he's the best. He's so the Hammer, best. Hammerhead is the coolest version of the Rhino because the Rhino does that, and it's stupid. But Hammerhead yeah. does it, and it fucking rules. And Hammer <laughs> because Hammerhead does it in a three-piece suit. That's true. Yes, classy, very classy. He fucking runs this man into the wall behind him. Miles tries to like hit him with like an arm bar and zap him, but it doesn't do anything. And he's able to wriggle out though. Uh, Felicia is able to escape. Took one of Miles's web shooters, and which allows uh, Hammerhead to get in a real sick thud on uh, Miles's back. Oh yeah, uh, Ooh, like a whack, a whack. He. <laughs> Uh, Miles gets him with a couple more venom blasts to drop him and immobilize him. Takes yeah 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 you know what? We're just gonna have we're gonna ju we're just gonna have Pacelli do the art on our ultimate enforcers book. Hammerhead's gonna be the villain, and she's the only one who gets to draw him. And then there's going to be a light romance between Fancy Dan and Black Cat. Ooh, spoil that Ooh. first arc. Just to how, spoil that first arc. By the way, how fancy of you! Thank you. Ooh, 
fancy. That's man. why they like each other because they're both very fancy. They're both yes. fancy. Yes, they're both fancy. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be adorable? Oh fuck, I'm already thinking about this. Wouldn't it be adorable of the fact uh, the fact that Fancy Dan is a little like a uh, little like cautious about like asking Black Cat to help it, and Black Cat is kind of like, okay, I'll give this little like I'll give this guy a chance and stuff like that. Yeah, and actually, he like, seems pretty fancy. It. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty and fancy, actually, and it pl- and, like blooms to something really cool. And, and also, he cool. is at least one to two heads shorter than her. No, oh, exactly. He's a short king. He's a short king. Short king. Yeah. He's a short king. Canonically 5'5", five, five, I've decided. <laughs> for, no, for, no, for no reason. For no reason. No reason specifically. What's the next con that you're going to and why are you going as Fancy Dan with <laughs> cool gold guns? Oh my um, god. I think, I think you mean what next con are we going to as Dude. the, <laughs> as the yes. Investors. Yes, please. Give me all of this. Uh, Jacob has to grow out his, his mustache again, though. That's true. Uh, to be to That's Montana. Montana. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, we are gonna do this we're gonna, someday. We're gonna yeah, look we're around gonna and do just this. we're gonna be finding yeah. every Spider-Man that we can do to just try and, and we're gonna them. fucking run them out of the building. And, yeah, and, absolutely. And every kingpin or like crime boss character, we're, we're just gonna, gonna be like, we got you. We got oh, yeah. you. We got oh, you. Yeah. We're working for you now. I only skipped five dollars. I just needed a ticket for the subway. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> also, as a quick aside, I need to mention this. Uh, last week, as of this recording, uh, Daredevil number six had a cameo by ya boy. Fancy Dan is now a member of the Fist. Oh, which was awesome. loved seeing it. Which was awesome. Love seeing it, Fancy Dan. Wow, Fancy Dan. Actually- I love that. Of all the people that he fucking broke out of prison, Fancy Dan was one of them. Fancy Dan and Fancy Dan interacting with Cole. Gee, fucking perfect. I fucking bro. love that. That book that, rules. That book rules so hard. Um, so Miles uh, pursues Black Cat. She gives him a warning, saying. Uh, take this as a warning. If you cross me, I'll find you again and I'll ruin your life. And then leaves. But not with Miles offering is, him. Miles is all like, you're going to jail. And then she like disappears. Like, oh, geez, I should have like led with Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, though she does offer to him like, hey, when you figure out how the world works, come find me and I'll teach you how to make some real money, which I think is interesting. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, here's the thing that they should have done there. They probably should have had them actually like really look into who he is. Maybe. So that she could see that he's connected to the prowler and they'd be like, hey, listen, I know where you come from. You <laughs> want to make appearance and all that. Like, uh, I'm gonna let you go, you know, because you yeah. know, respect for the game. <laughs> but when you want to make some cash, you come talk to me. That would have been sick. And then we uh, pop over to the Brooklyn PD and we see the final person to make their way from the Ultimate Universe. It's Captain Quaid! I'm so... I completely forgotten. Captain yeah. Quaid made his way to the 616. I'm so happy mm-hmm. to see him. I'm so happy mm-hmm. to see him. Do you remember... Do you, uh, We also got a little DC reference here. Yes. What does rebirth I, even mean? How can you be rebirthed? Because I, this came out, I distinctly remember this. This came out the same month as DC Rebirth number one. Oh my god! Yep. I, yep. I, this is May 2016. Here baby. is. Also, this is the first time they actually like actually did the DC reference for one of these little cameo things they, because they've yep. refer- because they've always been referencing like Benedict's, it's always like, Marvel, Marvel stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah, because in the Ultimate Universe, they didn't want to 
do that because they would be stricken with copyright charges from the DC comics that exists in the Ultimate Universe. In the Ultimate Universe, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, in the yeah. 616, there is no DC Universe. Yeah, because my, because my Aunt May would have sent like a really harsh letter about that, like a cease and desist letter. Oh, believe letter. me, yeah. she is yeah. all over cease and desists. Accounts payable? <laughs> That's her. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That sounds She's about the head of DC Universe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Someone who's much, much better at a... <laughs> Much better at fan art than I am. Draw Aunt May with a hammerhead forehead. Oh my sick. god! That'd be sick. That's so sick. So we see that uh, Miles has webbed up Hammerhead and his crew, and I love the one guy who's just like, no note? Who doesn't leave a note? Back in my day, Spider-Man would leave a note. It was completely inadmissible in court, but it was, you know, polite. It's fucking polite. Yeah. <laughs> Since when do New Yorkers fucking care about politeness? Like, what That is a great hell? point, Jay. Hey, 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 we care. Okay, we care. We just don't give a fuck. That's what I mean. <laughs> the difference, what? all right? Uh, so there's, we some then... start, there's like a spectrum level, like kind of like one yeah. side is like, I don't care. And the far one is like, I don't give a I fuck. I don't give a fuck. There's yeah. levels to this shit. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. It's like an onion, you know? Black <laughs> onion. So we see Jefferson is uh, talking about, you know, his son and all the drama going on at home. And he mentions, he's like, I am lying to him and his mother. And the person he's talking to leans in and it's Maria Hill. But not the Maria Hill that we were talking about last week. <laughs> not not the best Maria Hill. Not this the is best Maria Hill. Specifically 616 Maria Hill. Yeah. This is shite Maria Hill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like we're that. about to enter into a real bad period for Maria Hill, too. Yep. Um, Welcome back to S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep, she basically says, if you want us to keep an eye on him, we're bringing you back into S.H.I.E.L.D. So Jefferson is back in the graces of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, we cut back to Brooklyn Visions Academy, where Genki and Fabio are here to talk to Miles. And Miles puts Genki in his place, thankfully. And then we see as it pans out, as they continue their conversation, there's a click and a click. And someone is taking photos. And as we come to find out, it's Jessica Jones. Yeah, here's the thing. This is when they started making Jessica Jones looking like way too like model fine. Yeah. You know, oh, you're not yeah, wrong. Okay. Because this is, you know, again, 2016. So, uh... Uh, I'm blanking on her name. Kristen all I can Ritter. think of Kristen, Kristen Ritter. Ritter. Thank you. Yeah. I, I knew the Kristen, but all that was coming to mind was Stuart, which would be awesome. That uh, would be interesting. For that sure. would be interesting, but it would be too close to the Kristen Ritter version, I think. But it would be too close. Yeah. 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 Um, also, uh, yeah, by so the way, that's the thing. you know who draws a great, uh, a great Jessica Jones? Dave Marquez. Yes, Dave Marquez. Yes. Yes, Dave Marquez. Nailed Dave Marquez. it. Absolutely, wow. you are right. But also, Phil Noto. Go read the variants, Ooh, people. Go read the oh variants. Man. It was a yeah. short miniseries that just yeah. wrapped. Go read it. It's fantastic. Gail yeah. Simone writes Jessica Jones, and she nails it immediately. So good. But yeah, so that's where this ends. It does lead to the little next time, Civil War Two, which 
Can't wait to get to that. It's going to be great. Oh, boy. Uh, but yeah, so that wraps up our first initial foray into Miles' Adventures in the 616. Gentlemen, final thoughts on this first volume, and uh, what was your favorite part, if you had one? Uh, we're going to go to Malcolm first. Uh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> I think the last issue is probably my favorite bit. Like you said, I mean, the, the last issue is when it starts to feel like ultimate Spider-Man, just as far as structure and everything like structure, tone, uh, even kind of like the art started feeling a little more bagley esque in the last issue, you know, which is yeah, interesting. Right. Um, so yeah, I think that last issue really just makes it, makes it sing. Uh, overall this volume's like fine, I guess I, it's not the best like intro to miles in the 616 possible. Yeah. There's a lot of frustrating stuff. Jesus. I really want to punch Genki in the face. Dude, it was bad. It was really, really bad. Upsetting. Really upsetting. Like yeah. really, really upsetting what's going on there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but there's like some fun stuff. I like the grandma stuff and I like that. That's not something that's just going to be dropped. You know what I mean? Like I like Agreed. that continues on into the next volume and it makes it more of an ongoing saga. Very ultimate Spider-Man esque again. Cool. Um, yeah jacob uh you know listeners this was a kind of a lukewarm like uh, a soft opening for this character it wasn't really that engage engaging in the sense of like it didn't feel like the ultimate spider-man it felt like spider-man the ultimate spider-man in amazing spider-man verse that's what it felt like it was uh um, yep he, he he felt like out of place to the the uh, Peter is a trash person because of like, he's now Tony Stark. And um, like uh, the one thing that was saving grace for me was the, um, the fight with Blackheart. That was really awesome. Like I love, I, cool. I love seeing that is Miles. Cool I love seeing Miles fight in, in any sense, uh, handle, handling his own. Oh, uh, and especially the, the Felicia Hart and the, uh, and the hammerhead. Yeah. Uh, like, because the yeah. fact that they like um, the the he's able to the fact that he was able to self like uh, uh, explode and everything like that from the, the the venom blast that he stores up and everything that was so cool it was so cool to see that um, that he's got his handled on that yeah um, yeah listeners this is this is an okay book it's just it's it, isn't it it's it's okay until it gets to the end it's really the ending is really where it's worth it to just get to through it to get to this point. Yeah. Um, but really like, yeah, just, um, just know that, you know, there's at least more to come and I hope, I hope it gets better from this. I really, well, there was something I wanted to say is like, I really hope th that's what I wanted to say. Um, everything that happened in the last volume with like Norman Osborn and everything like that. I think this is where you should have put Norman Osborn in is like in the sense oh, of just in the sense of just like, this is where you like, if you wanted to like, uh, give, uh, Miles like something worth worth fighting because I didn't like him fighting Felicia and, and uh, Hammerhead in my opinion I thought it was just too soft for this ultimate Spider-Man to be handling these two like thugs from the mafia I was like you know you guys you're a little beyond this at this point because you can prove yourself against the Green Goblin and uh, what was the the other villain that he faced in the last volume i can't remember oh dr doom he fucking fought yeah. dr doom yeah, and like so, yeah so like come on like give him the oz give him the osborne of the 616 like yeah. how would be fair against that hell i was even thinking would it be great if the hobgoblin was versus miles at this point like we start at like planting that seed for a little bit 
that yeah. would be good. Uh, there's a lot of like, that would be cool. There's a lot of alternatives that I kept thinking that would be a little more engaging than just like, I like black yeah. cat, but I don't like her enough to be like this, especially Fair. teamed up with ha- hammerhead. I was like, you know, this yeah. is again, very soft opening, but at the same time, it's, it's steadily building back up to where it used to be, especially this from this last issue. I got you. Yeah, I'm with you guys. This what this wasn't as strong as I think the the ultimate comics Spider-Man has been. Um, it's a fine entry point, but it's mm-hmm. not like there is certain context that I think is lost. If this is your first Miles Morales book, Her, his mom. Oh my yeah, god! Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm, though I I'm I'm not gonna complain about seeing more Rio Morales, man. Neither am I. But I just was like, a baddie, she's a baddie. She's so bad. But, yeah, I. Honestly, my favorite part was the uh, the Kamala bit. Really mm. love her, her energy and her uh, dynamic with Miles. They're really fun. That kind um, of chemistry is almost reminiscent yeah. of like Kitty Pride and Peter there for a second. Don't yes. start with me. I'm yes, just it saying, is. I'm just Don't saying. St- I, I, my heart I still hasn't it. been repaired. I felt it though. My heart <laughs> hasn't recovered <laughs> from really that harsh. double page spread. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I I think I hope that the rest of the series is more like issue five and less like issues one through four. But I know that that's probably wishful thinking. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, But that's next week. Next time. Next time. Dragon Ball Z. DJ Phil. (laughs) DJ Um, Phil. uh, I'm going to pause the recording for a second uh, because I got my neighbor wanting me to rotate my laundry so oh, i'm nice. gonna put Go us on it. a quick five that's fine Ooh, I'm, gonna pee. I'm gonna oh, unpause yes. this recording um and then we'll jump and then the i table. said that's not my fish that's my dick this day i haven't seen them since woof Oop. what a downer yeah. all right so let's let's fucking wow we'll, we'll restart this here i'm so happy but that will have to wait until next week. As for right now, we've got some emails, which means, uh, Malcolm, what time is it? Mail, 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 it's mail time. If you want to be part of the Geeksplained Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put ultimate mailbag in the subject header and we will read it here on the show. Yeah. I want to say a thank you to everyone who wrote in. Um, unfortunately, again, like last week with scheduling and stuff, we had to record early. So we had to do the cutoff early. So some of these are left over from last week uh scheduling for this week and next week is going to be a little wonky so please bear with us we do read it's the holidays it's the holidays with dj phil uh it's the most wonderful time of the year the most (laughs) wonderful time uh but yeah it's uh just please bear with us we are trying we are three guys with varying schedules um but yeah we love hearing from you all um and we do really appreciate when you guys are in it so let's get into this we got four uh emails to read first one is from our boy good brother bry hey bry. Bry. 
Uh, he writes, happy December, y'all. Sorry for the long-winded letter that I sent, lol. It's been my curse to never let a detail in my mind to not get enough attention. Bry, no need to apologize. I honestly, it wouldn't have been a skimming situation if we didn't have eight other emails to read. Never that, apologize. That week, uh, never apologize. We love hearing from you. Love hearing your thoughts. We did genuinely read through the entire thing. Uh, yeah. We were just, we knew we were running long and we knew we had to get through eight other emails. <laughs> but we do really appreciate you sending your questions. So he writes, uh, this week it'll be a simple one. Why are we getting an Avatar The Last Airbender live action show? And why aren't we getting a Korra live action or another sequel series in order? It's just so strange to me we're getting this instead of another shot at fixing Korra. As much as I love Korra, that show has a genuine shot of getting its story retold. If it'll be me, I would love to focus a Korra story on the North-South Pole Civil War and the Earth Empire stuff because that's the better material to go off on. Plus, I'll have Asami fulfill the Aman role as a rival character for Korra. Everybody loves a good rival character dynamic and the Red Lotus be Korra's mentors, but that's just me. The franchise is just in a fractured state right now that we're basically getting to the nostalgic era where we can't move on. The original creators did the best that they could do, but they have their limitations. Works such as the Kiyoshi novels, the Book 4 fan dub, and the Legend of Genji fan sequel are what the franchise truly needs. Many thanks, Bri. Um, first off, real quick, uh, that Book 4 fan dub is wonderful. I know the people that are putting that together, and they are wonderful folks. So go subscribe to their YouTube channel and watch the first couple episodes. They're wonderful. What is uh, that? I don't know what that is. Uh, it's basically they're they're doing a fan dub of the uh, comics, the cool. last Airbender comics. Cool, because those are um, great. I was actually going to say, listen, do those comics if you haven't, because yeah, they're fucking, yeah, read really those great. comics. They're amazing. They're uh, but yeah, they're, they've got a whole. It's called uh, Book Four Air, so cool. you can wow. check that out on YouTube. They're amazing. The cast is wonderful. Go uh, subscribe to them and watch their videos. Um, yeah, I agree. I I will say honestly, I love Cora. Maybe it's be maybe it's the fan of the steampunk in me. Maybe it's the fan of like all of the like previously on Legend of Korra, and that being like one of the two voiceover voices I can actually do. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that series, man, and I love the the building upon the uh, lore yeah. that they had in that show. Um, yeah. I am also kind of like eh, whatever on the live action stuff, though. I do really like that they are putting forth an effort for. Uh, for diverse casting. Mm -hmm. It looks like they're putting a budget behind it. I'm hoping it's a better adaptation than we've gotten for some of their anime adaptations. Full Metal Alchemist, I'm looking at you. Uh, but I... And the Justin of my hero today. Oh, fucking... <laughs> Can't God. wait for that. Though we are going to be getting a Yu Yu show live-action one as well, and nothing can be done wrong to touch that ever because it's perfect. So we'll see. We'll see oh. what happens. Um... Jacob, I, Jacob um, I saw you jumping around. What's your what's your thoughts on this? Uh, I just I'm so sorry. I was jumping around because no, I was I just saw. like, oh wait, it's like it's because I I I finally can say I've actually watched the show now. Uh, because hell uh, yeah, uh, my boy, I, I can finally say that. And uh, uh, I remember hearing everything about it, and just like, and then like everybody hated it. I remember everyone loving it, and everyone hating it, and then everyone loving it again, and uh, <laughs> and. I didn't understand. And I was just like, wow, this is like the opposite of the, the first series. So what's so different about this? And then I watched it. And I was like, oh, you know what? And I think I understand why it's because like halfway through the series, it becomes like Doctor Who, where it just kind of resets itself. <laughs> and it's actually 
fucking cool. It's actually yeah. like it breaks its, its cool. It breaks its own It breaks its own rules. That's the thing. It broke the the creators was just like let's just what if we just backtracked everything and it's like whoa like holy shit that's really cool and yeah. uh, and that is like really neat to me because it was it felt like that that's uh, and I think nobody really liked it but like if you think about it that is like a really good way of of an ancient style of telling like a futuristic sci-fi um type of idea yeah you know what i mean totally like agree. that is like so cool i agree um if you get what you watch if you if you get listener what we're talking about yeah um it's um yeah uh, you know uh i and i don't know what you mean by the i i know the comic books and that that in the sense of like explaining more on the mother of like uh, yeah yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so it's all uh, of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. all that stuff. And so, so that's amazing. Like, no, that's, that's, a, it's, it's really incredible of like just that, that whole like uh, mythology of that yeah. series is just great. Uh, I want, is there any rumors of anything more coming out or anything? I know, the, do know that they're doing a, Netflix they're doing a new show? film, they're doing the movies because they've got yeah. Avatar Studios, okay. which is now they're going to be putting out stuff in the world. Um, they're doing a film with, uh, with the original gang. Uh, a little yeah. bit older past book three is this animated or is this like yes gonna be, gonna be like animated. that one okay. will be animated yeah okay. wow so, we'll see we'll see a lot okay. of things are up in the air right now yeah uh, bry also uh popped on a ps he said hot take of the week i think cutting cora from her incarnation cycle and not getting help from her past lives and is an inspired choice and should remain as a recurring consequence for future works totally agree yes. i love that yes. i completely also, agree that is complete. the choice yeah, yeah. It doubled on that yeah he writes also i think ang's favoritism towards tenzin is a good development for his role as parent and cultural leader plus it certainly yes. molded conflict into one of my favorite avatar characters i think tenzin is neat i don't think that is a hot take specifically tenzin is neat Tenzin is neat. No, it's weird that that is a hot take because Tenzin is fucking cool. He's fucking great. Mm -hmm. He's a great character. Also, because we heard it, hot take of the week. Uh, Malcolm already had his hot take of the week. Hot take. Jacob, hot take of the week. Oh, God, I was really... You have no idea how much I've been waiting for you to tell me that and ask me that question right now because I have one of the greatest hot takes of this week. Um, I've been reading a, one of a uh, really favorite. It's called a DC Black Labeled. I'm going to show it up for the guys, but I want to call it. Um, guys, listeners, you need to take a, a gander at this DC Black Label. The question, the deaths of oh, Nick Sane. There you go. That's not a hot there take. That's, that's a great ass take, book. But that's great. <laughs> This, that's a great this, ass book. <laughs> this is, I know this, uh, but for me, this is like my high tech because uh, it's it's started by uh, it's written by one of my favorite writers is uh, Jeff Lemire who did like Sweet Tooth and much much more the uh, the Underwelder guys pick up his shit it's an, it's fa- it's fucking fascinating this book is so great it's great in uh, in the sense of like Vic Sage in, existing in different times of yep. uh, of the world and yep. just like how the question equals up to that i have been reading this over and over because it is reflecting <laughs> my, our uh D campaign right now uh because, oh nice uh, because wrong. of the there's some drama that's going on right now with us that very much mirrors this book and yeah. um i can't recommend it enough for anybody especially those who have written in mailed in guys get your get your chances on this question it makes me want to get the uh uh, the omnibuy of the question uh, done the original one. Good. Yeah. so good, good volume one is out it's there and, and then volume two is coming out, like, next, next year yeah. check it out guys um, yeah and then uh, my hot take of the week uh, hot take. the second volume of 
Superior Spider-Man is just as good, if not better, than the first one. Uh, just gonna say that right there. Uh, second that. volume is in like the the Christos Gage run. Yes. Oh yeah, no, that's not a hot take because that's the correct take. It's just as good, if not better. Uh, but yeah, so thank you, Bri, for writing in. Love to hear from you. Next up, we have Marcel Hines, who's written in. He writes, hello, Marcel. crew. Before we get into the letter, mental health check. Everyone good? If so, great. Hope it stays that way. If not, hopefully things get better. Real quick, mental health check. Good? I'm great. Jacob? I'm really on the down low, and I'm slowly steadying, steadying my way back up. We'll just say that. Good. I respect the honesty. That. Yeah. Good. I respect the honesty. We're expecting we're we're real we're real low, folks. We're real low. And we're gonna like slowly the way to think of it is like it's a it's like a really stuck train right now and it needs to it needs some repair and time and it's gonna happen and it's gonna get back on that whole do 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 boop boop do 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 boop 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 all right um <laughs> uh yeah i am i am pretty tired but i am grateful to be doing this with the two of you so yeah uh, it's a highlight man. of every week genuinely Same. is it's, yeah. it's a highlight is. to get emails like yours marcel and brian everyone who wrote in this week uh, by the way thanks for checking in with us yeah thanks for checking in man that was that's really he's done that a couple times with emails he's written in and we do genuinely appreciate we need to probably think about having some of these people on maybe at some point we'll see we'll see that could be interesting what could be interesting earn that trust listeners earn that trust (laughs) earn that trust That's what we're saying here. Uh, So continuing on with Marcel's email, we have finally reached the end of the Ultimate Spider-Man journey, and what a ride it's been. Through all the ups and downs of the story, I'm glad that you three were there to guide us listeners through it. I couldn't think of a better trio. Thank you. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, man. It made revisiting the stories all the better. As for this final stretch, even though it had some good moments, Jefferson's backstory, Miles beating the crap out of Norman, and just Maria Hill in general, I find it to be the weakest section overall. That's likely because of the secret wars of it all, but I still feel like it could have been resolved in a clearer manner. My biggest gripe is the return of Peter Parker. We're not talking about Uh. last week's stuff, the... Uh, mm-hmm. Miles Morales Ultimate Spider-Man stuff. Yeah, uh, I know it was explained, and it does somewhat make sense given the context. But it always felt, but I always felt it ruined one of the cardinal rules of the Ultimate Universe: dead means dead. That was one of the selling points, and in my view, Peter's return kind of invalidated that. It also seems a bit redundant that Miles needs another "you earned it" moment after Spider-Men, which did it better. IMO. Uh huh. Totally agree. Other than that, these 12 issues feel like a speed run of things Bendis wanted to get done before Secret Wars, which I get, but again, Uh it could have been handled a bit better. Instead, we have a lot of hanging plot threads that will sadly never be explored. That's enough griping for now, though. This week, I have another pitch, if you'll indulge me. This one is called The Broken Web of Riley. Here's the premise. Ben Riley has had many labels. Clone, Scarlet Spider, Spider-Man, Jackal, Chasm, Hero, Villain, Brother. But the only one that has managed to stick is Survivor. His identity now a broken picture filled with faded images of lives once lived. Ben seeks the help of the Sorcerer Supreme, Clea Strange, in order to excise his demons once and for all. But what they find inside the corridors of Ben's tortured mind will be more than either of them bargained for. When all is said and done, who will Ben Riley become? Will he even come out at all? 
I was thinking this book could be a rehabilitation of sorts for Ben. He's easily one of the most tortured characters in Marvel at this point for no other reason than Clone Saga hate, and it's sad. Totally agree. We saw earlier in the year both Beyond and Ben Riley's Spider-Man by J.M.D. Matias that Ben is a very interesting and heroic character that deserves a lot more than he's given. As for the creative team, I was thinking of reuniting the Moon Knight duo of Jeff Lemire and Greg Smallwood. The crazy mind-bending shenanigans they did in that series would be perfect for a story like this, I think. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Um, yeah, I'm down for that, especially if you put Lemire and uh, Smallwood oh, back together. Man. Smallwood is doing incredible work. Hell yeah! And I'm always down for more Ben Riley. Uh, I would I would read the shit out of that book. I would uh, read the shit out of that book. Well, hey, what, person- a wild, what a wild time to have that pitch, uh, given that this week has the announcement that Clea Strange is no longer going to be the Sorcerer Supreme. Huh? I'm so fucking mad. I'm really fucking mad about it because so hey, here's mad. another hot take. That strange book fucking rules, and we should have had that. Fucking like rules. Years. It fucking book rules. rules. Like th- there's another. Th- yeah, there's a freebie hot take. That's a freebie Strange hot take. Still be dead. <laughs> yeah, he should. He should. He shouldn't come back for five years. As he is. Yes, is the best way I could put it. Yes, correct. correct. Because I, I, yeah, I. No spoilers. I, without, yeah, yes, without getting into I agree. it, he should stay as and he I is. think bringing him back, and I. I told you guys this shit when that other strange book was announced. I uh-huh. was like, this is the first step and they're going to bring yeah. it back. Yeah. And I was fucking right. Yeah. I'm fucking mad about it. I'm like, right. listen, like I love Jed McKay. I love Pascal Ferry. I think yeah. that book will be like super fucking awesome. And McKay has course. done a great job helming that Dr. Strange. That's the thing. Like this, yeah, this whole search has Supreme. been it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It fucking sucks. Clear was the choice, bro. She's the moment. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we we love that pitch. Um freaking awesome. Freaking awesome. Freaking awesome. Um he writes also congrats on the accolades in the Spotify rap last week. Very well deserved. Thank you so much. Hey boy. Uh, he writes he explained was my top podcast this year as well and I hope good things continue to happen in the coming year for all of you. Also Thanks, kudos man. to Eric and Malcolm on the Wednesday show last week. I really enjoyed the pitches and would be eager to read any of the books if they were real. Uh he's referring hey. to the main Wednesday podcast that we did last week of uh November where we pitched the dawn of DC. We each pitched five books at an event. Uh, coming yeah. out of all this oh stuff. shit yeah thank you man that's thank so you. cool a lot of fun. so good a lot of fun putting that together a lot of fun i writes my favorite had to be eric's game of death pitch cassandra kane in a fighting mm. tournament written by marjorie liu turn that shit up as an aside i also feel a bit validated by the end of the doom pitch both malcolm and eric declare that cassandra kane should be the next batman adding credence yeah. to my hot take a couple of weeks ago that's right he did mention that that's right yes mention that that's true yes hey. and it's yeah. the correct take as always, take. stay awesome and stay safe. He also has a hot take for this week. He hot writes, take. yes, hot take of the week. Secret Wars 2015 should have been a full-on reboot. It's past time Marvel had one. That is, an, that is a hot take for wow. sure. That is a hot take. And honestly, I think that's pretty fair. I don't hate yeah. If they're going to do it, that's the point to do it. That would yeah. have been the time, yeah. With the destruction of the multiverse. That would have been the time. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely right. But now they, they can never actually do it now. No, they, they can't. They missed the, they missed the boat. Yep. Hundred percent. Now they gotta commit. Hundred percent. Teen Tony still exists. Teen Tony. Justice for Teen Tony. (laughs) He's speaking my language. He has summoned me. If you say, if you utter the words (laughs) Teen Tony, I will be there. He summoned me. (laughs) Uh, Just appear. I will appear there with my issue. The first issue of Teen Tony. 
That is, I, you want to know a perfect gift for me if you ever get your hands on the first issue featuring Teen Tony. Featuring give Teen that Tony, Alright. Hey, wait. Yeah, I will let's... have that shit CGC'd. I will have it framed. I will have it graded. No. Okay. Christmas wish list, Malcolm. You too. There yeah. it is. Uh, I don't remember the issue number. It was the first Spider-Man comic that I read. It was the first like comic that I remember reading. Uh, it was in the '90s. It was while Ben Riley was Spider-Man. Uh, Perfect time. And uh, Mary Jane and Peter were at the hospital because Mary Jane, like, it, it, it seemed like she had like a miscarriage, but she didn't actually. Like, I guess something was just going on. Um, and while they're there, Ben is talking to this guy who's about to jump off a ledge at the hospital. Wow. First comic I read, I was like, Woof. <laughs> like oh, this Spider-Man's dealing with some pretty heavy subjects. I was matter. like five. And I was like, whoa, Spider-Man's blonde and has a way cooler costume than I remembered. And like, <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess like a better condition copy of that. I think it's it's I, I don't remember what issue number that is, man. But yeah, I guess. All right. That, Keep an eye out for that yeah. issue. Jacob, what's your, you 50 cents. Jake, what's your Christmas? Please list? give me that that question omnibus. That's all I want. That's really <laughs> all I need. That's the one. That's, That's the all one. if I needed right now at this question point. omnibus. Okay. So our next email comes from good brother Adam Stringfellow. Stringfellow. Always good to hear from Adam. Adam. Uh, he writes, hey team. Hope y'all are doing well and having a good week so far. Much better uh, from my COVID experience, thank God. And I'm happy to say I'll be finishing my current class next week and that I'll be heading home for the holidays to visit family and friends and to meet my first biological niece from my older sister. Hey, congratulations. Hey, congratulations. congratulations. Her, name, her name is Zora. She was born last week on Tuesday, and I cannot wait to meet her and have her be my Robin, be my Robin to my Batman. Yeah. Bro, congratulations. Congratulations, Uncle Adam. Hell Gotta yeah. Get early. Gotta get and, early. And Zora, thanks for listening in advance. We thanks for it. listening in advance. <laughs> <laughs> Just, we already got her. Already we already got, got her. <laughs> uh, this week, I have another pitch to throw at y'all. So Daredevil is one of my favorite characters in all of fiction. On the same oh, level for me as Bruce, Peter, Clark, Diana, and Steve. In terms of the Marvel formula of ordinary people being thrown into an extraordinary world, in some ways he embodies that more than Peter even. I'd even go as far to say that Matt Murdock is the secret crown jewel of the Marvel Universe, but that's a conversation for another time. You're mm. not wrong. Not wrong. While the Ultimate Universe got a lot of things right, one of the things it fumbled with, besides the Ultimates and Black Panther, was Daredevil. Probably mm -hmm. because when the Ultimate Universe was in its prime, Brian Michael Bendis was penning his phenomenal Daredevil run at the same time. Goddamn so right, boy. You're right, you're right. Uh, so that, coupled with his huge presence in the Ultimate Universe writing, was probably why Ultimate Daredevil is pretty easily forgotten in this universe. My pitch, however, is for a new Daredevil to take place in the Ultimate Universe after Matt Murdock. So hopefully y'all like it, and here it goes. Hobie Brown had always loved heroes. His absolute favorite for years has always been the guardian of Hell's Kitchen, Daredevil. Though after the events of the Ultimatum Wave, the reveal that the now deceased Daredevil was blind civil rights lawyer Matthew Murdock, and the death of high school student turned superhero Spider-Man Peter Parker, Hobie decides it's time that he try to do his part in helping others. Dropping out of NYU on an engineering scholarship, he joins the NYPD as he naively believes that he can make a difference in the department as one man just like his heroes Daredevil and Spider-Man. Spider-Man. However, 
Hobie was unprepared for how corrupt the department was. The fact that he was black and gay didn't also didn't win him any allies. And not even a year in, he's convicted of a crime he didn't commit due to corrupt officers against him. With all of that, he quits the department and goes on the run to clear his own name. In the process of all this, he makes his hideout in Hell's Kitchen, which has skyrocketed into violent crime after the death of Daredevil in the Ultimatum Wave. While working to clear his name, Hobie decides to take up the mantle of Daredevil in his own makeshift Daredevil suit, perhaps a modern-slash-thrown-together version of the classic yellow and red suit, my boy, and hits the streets to save Dared to save Hell's Kitchen from the brink of destruction. In his efforts, though, Hobie does attract unwanted attention from a variety of people. For starters, Elektra has begun to seek out this new Daredevil and wants to figure out who's parading around in her former lover's uniform. The Punisher has broken out of Riker's penitentiary and has his sights set on restarting his one-man war on crime in Hell's Kitchen. And finally, who is the up-and-coming player in New York's criminal underground calling himself the Rose? How did he gain control over the mysterious ninja clan known as the Hand? Why is he hell-bent on taking over the city as the new kingpin, and why is he claiming to be it? it to be his birthright to do so find out this and more as the ultimate universe lets the devil back out again sorry to throw that all that all that at y'all but yeah that's my pitch for a new ultimate daredevil the story is a bit rough currently and needs a revision but the idea i think is solid the main inspirations for this series were the daredevil tv series batman year one mark wade's daredevil run gotham central and the movie serpico let me know what y'all think would love to hear y'all <laughs> feedback on this take care y'all and i'll hold on and I'll talk to y'all later. All the best and much more, Adam. Adam, that pitch. Adam, that fucking rules. That fucking rules. <laughs> I need it yesterday. That now. Rules. That's so fucking cool. And when, we, and when we reboot the Ultimate Universe, you get Ultimate Daredevil, Adam. Yeah, yeah. you do, buddy. There you yeah. go. That's there it. you go. I, yeah, fucking, I fucking love like that. That's, that's sick. Though that I will beautiful. say... They did have a follow-up to Daredevil in the Ultimate Universe who did yes, wear the red and yellow. Yes, and he it did. Was dumb as fuck. So, uh, I mean, it, it was a really quick blip, so it don't matter. You're <laughs> like, not wrong at all. A kid, that kid died in the issue he debuted in. So. Sure did, didn't he? <laughs> uh, and our final email comes really? not from Blackheart, but from Jacob Goodhart. Yeah, what's up, thanks, my man? Thanks. I'm here all week and next that's week. That's good. Every week. Uh, good. Wednesday good. and Friday. Uh, he writes, Dear Geekside <laughs> Podcast, I have to be honest. Every time I look at this run, I think to myself, so they destroy the Ultimate Universe just to get Miles to, to the main continuity. I mean, yep. I get it. Yeah. And seeing him interact with the main universe is so fun to see. Though having Blackheart, a Ghost Rider villain, be his first villain to fight is kind of a weird choice. Damn it, yep. now I want an ultimate Ghost Rider series. But it's still fun to see, and I'm glad it's stuck. Last week, my question regarding editorial brought up Zdarsky's spectacular Spider-Man run, and I think Jacob nailed it with saying it was the book you didn't know you needed. I actually had heard nothing but negative stuff about Chip's interpretation of Spidey, so I was hesitant to read that or Spider-Man Life Story. But after reading the What If Spider's Shadow book he did, which, hey Marvel, we still doing that? Because I Hell yeah. yeah. I gave him a chance, and I'm glad I did. For this week's question, I recently got some Conan the Barbarian books on sale that were written by Jason Aaron and have been enjoying them. It sort of reminded mm -hmm. me of his Star Wars run and made me wonder how someone approaches writing something about a pre-existing property that so many people love. I mean, I love Spider-Man, but if I got offered the chance to write for him, I think I'd be too afraid to write something that would damage Spidey as a character, even without editorial mandates and stuff. But I think for something like Star Wars, I would come up with something... 
easier since it's so big that if I screwed up, it could be ignored. But what are some pre-existing properties that you guys wouldn't mind adding to if given the chance? Thanks for the time. Can't wait for the next episode. Jacob Goodhart. P.S. Malcolm, I swore I thought you were having a stroke when you did your intro to last episode with the past bit. Yeah. <laughs> he mentioned on Twitter, he was like, he tagged me directly on Twitter. It was like, was Malcolm having a stroke during the past bit? I was like, no, no, that's just, he got into the bit. I just got into the bit, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just you feel the, the music and you gotta dance, man. Yeah, just gotta dance. But yeah, um it's it's an interesting question. I personally would love to uh would love to redo, reboot whatever Green Hornet. Specifically Kato. Oh, I yes, I would have Green Hornet oh, yeah. die and Kato become the new Green Hornet. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, that's yeah. how Thank I would you do it. so much. That's how I would do yeah. it. Thank you that's so much. Right I'm so choice. proud of you. I'm yeah. so proud of you. That's the right choice. It's so correct. If that's every the so point. could you yeah. make it oh could you make it like like the way the karate kid like it was meant to be? Like the the way with uh uh, uh with uh Jackie Chan, basically. Just like an oh and make it beyond. Oh. Make it green hornet beyond in this sense. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I would I would straight up I would just kill the Green Hornet, have it be yeah. a murder mystery noir story of Kato trying to find his killer, and then by the oh. end he takes up the role. Oh, like that's that's so good. That's how I would do. And it. then three more sequels, please. Yes, yes. Kidding. And it would be just... written by Pornsock Pachet Show with art by Alexander Defenki. Oh my god, that's what go. it would be. That's go. so beautiful. Done. Oh go. my god. Uh, no, now you know. What about you guys? Oh my god. Um. You know the shadow. I would love to have. Oh like, uh, yeah, yeah, a yeah, reboot yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, I would love to have a reboot of. I'd be shadow, dope as hell. Said, uh, uh, in the sense of it's a, it's a, a, a woman. It, it's like a, it's Ooh. like some, it's some sort of trans woman that, in the sense of like the ballrooms of oh, like the nineteen eighties, the way poses yeah. a little yeah. bit. You know, yeah. it would be really well, cool. That would be dope. Would like, you set it in the eighties? I would set it in the eighties. Dope. 80s. That'd be dope as because, hell. Because of just Fuck like yeah, it would be really and it would be dripping of every kind of like eighties ish like uh, 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 noir style like film you know, that love was that at shit. the time. And that would be a cool. little bit of that really neat like. 80s horror like just enough hell yeah. yeah hell yeah i love the cackle of i just love the idea of the cackle of like the joker but if like a female joker was just like switch like imagine if mark hamill was a woman you know just like all of a sudden just like just piercing hilar like hilariousness and you're just like what the fuck is going on it's like nauseating and and very distracting. That Get would be Aaron, Aronofsky on that shit. I think it would be kind of Ooh. like really creepy. Hell yeah. Awesome. Interesting. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Malcolm? Uh, it's really funny that we're all going for old guy properties. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it was I mean, even this. They, or like, sometimes they, they, need a, they need a reboot. They need yeah, a reboot. Uh, I would do Lone Ranger, man. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love hell the Lone Ranger. And I love we've we've got the trifecta. We've got the trifecta. Yeah, it's trifecta. so funny that this is how this turned out. Yeah. Lone this Ranger, Green Hall. And you know what? Actually, we have them all crossover. No, we have them all crossover. crossover. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can we just re reboot the, that property, those uh, Pulp Fiction properties? Because that is I'm pretty sure they're public domain. To do. I yeah. want like I want flat. I want to do Flash Gordon on. Flash Pop Gordon was my Flash other would be great. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought you were gonna mention. Uh, oh God, what was it? It was just. It was right there. I just had it. Buck Rogers. 
Yeah, well, Buck that's Rogers the same thing. Great. The same thing. You know what would like... be cool as well? I just thought of uh, Around the World in 80 Days. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be we really do it fun. in the present. Yes. yes. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be super cool. Way to update that. Uh, that would be really cool. That's, yeah. But yeah, I would, uh, I would do, do Lone Ranger. Ranger. Um, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, so it's Lone Ranger, but Lone Ranger is a title that's been carried down for years and generations. The first Lone Ranger was a runaway slave. Uh, and oh. it's a title that's carried down, uh, by different black people. Uh, and so you have yeah. a modern day oh. who, uh, it's based on, yeah. Isn't it based awesome on a real shit. true Sorry, Malcolm. Isn't it based yeah. on a real true like a uh, cowboy that was black? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think but I don't know. I don't it, know that. I think that's true. That's, kind of kind yeah. of loosely based. Yeah. I, I would just yeah. have it be modern day. Here's the new Lone Ranger in the modern day. Uh be black dope guy, as hell. You know? Be sick. For sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, Texas like Ranger, Lone Ranger. Ranger. Yeah. It's hell yeah. It's kind of I guess like Iron Fist, but it was Lone Ranger. You know what I mean? For sure. <laughs> Would you I'm, keep I'm into that idea? I'm so into that idea. 100%. Uh, you- as far as Tonto, that I, I don't know how I feel about that. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. think I'd have to have a different way to do the sidekick. What yeah. if it was a white guy? What if it, in the sense of like, it was some different type of I don't like of, the like, optics of that, my friend. I'm just going like to say way that way. right away. It can't, it, no. Mm, don't someone don't was like, oh, I'm, I'm no, one, you know one character. Here, you know what? Yeah, no. team, up, mm. uh, team up him with Amber Midthunder and I'm there. Hell yeah. 100%. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Jacob, for writing in. Uh, yes. And thank you to everybody for writing in. Uh, again, we love hearing from you guys. It's amazing. Uh, keep writing in. Uh, we're Like I said, schedule is going to be a little wonky as we go along here for, the, for pretty much the rest of this month. But keep writing in. Um, and we will continue to read them. Put your uh, Send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put ultimate mailbag in the subject header. And we will read it here on the show. But that is going to do it for this week. Next week, we are continuing on Miles' adventures. And we're going to go to an interesting territory here. Uh, Volume 2 of Spider-Man is going to be issues 6 through 10. And here's the synopsis. Miles Morales has only been in the Marvel Universe for a few weeks. And he's already finding himself in the middle of a war. A civil war. Which (laughs) side will Miles choose? So yeah, we're we're dealing with Civil War two tie-ins. It's a mess. Uh, this is gonna be. It sure is gonna be something, isn't it? Civil War two is the best looking event that you can absolutely skip. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So Civil true. War two is a gorgeous, oh, gorgeous world. book. It is gorgeous stellar book. looking. Marquez at the height God, of his powers. Does that book not matter? Worth beans? <laughs> not even one lick. But, uh, yeah, so that's going to be next week. Tune in for that. That's also, as we're recording this, going to be our uh, Christmas Eve Eve episode. So uh, feel free to send us some Christmas-themed questions. But that is going to do it for this week. Uh, for the Explained Book Club, make sure you tune in next week. Uh, same geek time, same geek channel. Uh, be there or be square, not a circle. I'm, I'm, I'm very curious. If Ultimate Ray has made his way over to the 616, we're going to find out. Who knows? Mm. 
collapse. I do happen to have it on good authority that he has had a cheeseburger in his pocket at least once. Shit. Oh my god. Shit. So, All right. Well, we'll keep an eye out. We'll see so, if it pops up during Civil War. Uh, but yeah, so tune in next week. Uh, Geeks Play Book Club, uh, Spider-Man Volume 2, Issues 6 through 10. Be there or be square, not a circle. But for now, I have been Eric Azana. I am Malcolm Russell Nelson. And I'm Jacob Brown. And we will see you next time. And I'm DJ Phil. Oh, yeah. (laughs) DJ Phil.
that's amazing. And also, DJ Phil is now going to be a new character on the show. So yes. DJ Phil coming at you with the new Spider-Man. Hey there, kids. Is DJ Phil? I don't think that's my Spider-Man. My Spider-Man wears red and blue <laughs> and sometimes also black though not like black like not that black not like that kind fake, of black like, not that, that black like is bad. a bad oh, thing oh, like, why did this get look, racy look, all of a look, sudden i i i know i'm already in trouble with the females from last week over my comments <laughs> about, i just want to let you know this is a safe space especially for dj foot 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 phil <laughs> Time for DJ Phil to hit his favorite button, the abort button. Abort, abort, abort. Uh, Hey, listen. Hey, listen. I may give you a lot of shit and treat you like a piece of trash, but you know I'm joking, right? Right? (laughs) We're all friends here. We're all friends here. It's all locker room talk here. Don't get your panties in a knot, right? Seriously, right? Don't get your panties in an uproar. There's no need for that. DJ Phil has now become the worst Marvel character. He already was. All right, let's let's get into this shit. Someone get me an auto tune of Spider Man. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's awful. Oh god. All right, here we go. Welcome. I'm just gonna do the fucking DJ Phil voice. <laughs> Welcome back. No, Welcome right, we back. <laughs> to the Geeks Lange uh, podcast. Oh, God. Okay, here we go. Ultimate For Spider-Man. Right. You got this. Ugh.